Kathy Decker, wife, nurse, auntie, daughter, friend, and her favorite role, mother, two, three beautiful children, Avery, Addison, and Duke. On February 8th, 2016, Avery Violet Decker was welcomed into their life. Becoming a mother taught Kathy the true meaning of unconditional love. Sadly, on March 9th, 2017, Avery passed away suddenly and unexpectedly in her sleep. Kathy's world completely changed that tragic day. There's nothing more painful than losing a child. It changes every part of you. Grieving and mourning are the hardest work you will ever do. And for Kathy, she found such healing in connecting with other bereaved parents. And this kinship led to the creation of Avery's Legacy. Avery's Legacy is a way for everyone to remember Avery and keep her memory alive, all while supporting others. Avery's Legacy creates personalized bereavement boxes that are donated to families in Alberta who have recently experienced the death of a child. Avery's Legacy bereavement boxes are curated with locally made items that are intended to be meaningful, helpful, and to support a healthy grieving and mourning process. Avery's Legacy has expanded to offer bereavement boxes for purchase as a way to show support to someone grieving any type of loss, including the loss of a grandparent, parent, spouse, sibling, child, pregnancy, relative, friend, or pet. I'm so excited for you to meet Kathy in this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Oracle of Light. I'm Shauna DeMellon. I'm a lifelong medium and certified life coach. And making the connection with the afterlife has brought me the greatest joy. Since losing my son, Jack, I have navigated grief, heartache, and despair. And it was through connecting with my son on the other side that my heart began to heal and I was able to find joy and meaning in my life again. Now, I'm inviting you into this space as I explore the afterlife, the grieving process, and rebuilding after loss. If you'd like to discover the spirit world and how to move through the loss of a loved one or child, you have come to the right place. This is the Oracle of Light. You are listening to the Oracle of Light. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon, and I have the lovely Kathy Decker here with me today. We met, was that last week or the week before? I'm like, I'm my days are all- I lose time. Up. I don't know. I know, Maybe right? a week and a half ago? Cut it in I the think, middle. Yeah, yeah. Let's cut it in the middle. It was like a week and a half ago. And we have something in common that is not- it's not not something that that anyone wants to be a part of, but we do. We uh, we both share in child loss, and I am just so excited that you are joining us today. And I'm just thrilled that we are going to experience your world, and you're going to introduce us to your beautiful Avery, and we are just going to have an incredible conversation about child loss and what that looks like and navigating it, and and 
building a life after and with a child in spirit. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shauna, for having me. Um, I'm, so I'm so excited to be here too. Um, talking about Avery is one of my favorite things to do. So uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to share her not only with you, but to everyone um, who watches this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now let's, let's just start off right out of the gates with your sweet Avery. Would you, would you share with us everything about Avery? Yes, I'd love to. Um, so Avery um, is my firstborn child. She was born February 8th, 2016. Um, just the most perfect little girl. Um, quick, easy labor. She nursed easily. She slept like a champion. Um, she ate, she loved, loved to eat all sorts of, uh, fruit, cheese, grapes, hamburger soup. Um, and you know, she, I think she was, maybe she knew that she was only going to be here for a short time because she, she crawled at six months. She walked at nine months old. Wow. I know it was incredible. We, uh, we took her to California, um, before her first birthday. And I have pictures of her hiking through the canyons of, uh, Palm Springs at 11 months old, like holding a <laughs> stick and hiking around there. Um, she was, she was incredible. She always smiled, happy to see everyone. Oh, you can see her right there. There she is. There she oh. is. She had big beautiful blue eyes like the color of your shirt um so blue uh white blonde hair and again just a, a smile that just would just suck you in and you couldn't help but just like be filled with warmth and joy oh sweet yeah. girl yeah sweet. she she was uh she was the best mm -hmm. and now can you tell us Tell us how she transitioned, how, how, what happened, what, what led up to that and, and yes. everything you'd love to share. Mm -hmm. So it was, um, it was a, just a regular day, a regular Thursday. Um, her dad got her up and ready and off to daycare. And um, she had lay down for her afternoon nap at her day home. And she just unfortunately never woke up. Um, we, had a thorough investigation with the medical examiners. We sent extra samples overseas for more testing and we, we just never got an answer as to why, why she passed away. Uh, I know lots of people are familiar with SIDS, mm -hmm. sudden infant death. Um, and that is for infants from, you know, birth up to 12 months. And then there's a, an even rarer category, sudden unexplained death in childhood. Mm -hmm. And that's from over one to 18 years old. Okay. And yeah, she, she falls into, I think that very rare, rare category. Oh, I yeah. That day, I, you know, I'll never forget, um, all the things about it from, you know, receiving that phone call to you know going to the hospital to every to leaving the hospital empty-handed without my child that's heartbreaking yeah. i am just so sorry for your loss so Thank sorry you. for your loss mm -hmm. and now how did how did life look like after what did that look like can you walk us through how that changed everything 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 you know um the day i often say to people the day that she died also a part of me died as well. Um, I 
I describe it and, and many other moms uh, describe it as well is like, you're kind of just floating around. Um, you're in such shock. Everything just looks strange to you. You come back to your house, everything looks different. Everything feels different. Um, you almost feel like an alien. Um, you know, like you're on another planet, but it looks the same, but everything is so different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was really dark, actually. I, to be totally honest, I didn't know uh, if I would survive, if I, if I would make it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to live in a world that Avery wasn't a part of. Yeah. And that's, I think, very different than suicidal. I wasn't actively um, trying to end my life, but I also didn't want to live and I didn't have any hope or any light. It was just complete darkness that just engulfed me mm -hmm. for quite some time. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. And, and my experience as well that I've shared, um, I, I wasn't suicidal. I didn't have a plan. I didn't think of how I would take my own life, but I just, I didn't want to be here without Jack. It was like, yeah. it just, it's like everything was just shades of gray. It just, yeah. 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 And now I lost too. Like I didn't even know who I was. Like who who was I if I wasn't Avery's mom? Mm -hmm. If I didn't have I didn't have I felt like I didn't have any purpose either. Because my whole life, she was 13 months old. She was third I should I guess I should have said that. She was 13 months in one day. Uh, so I had just returned back to work for maternity leave. Uh and I was off work the, the day that she passed. Um but my identity was lost. I didn't know who I was. I didn't, I didn't have a purpose. Mm. That was a really big struggle as well. Mm -hmm. And she was, she was 13 months in one day. Is that what you, oh, that's 13 months in one day. Yeah. Oh, one year, wow. one month, one day, one, 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 one. Yeah. One, one, one. And now tell us about Avery's legacy. Would you tell us? Absolutely. Yeah. So as I was saying, those early days of just complete darkness, yeah. um, I didn't know how I was going to survive. I didn't have any hope. And it wasn't until we received a gift from a stranger in our community who had heard about our story. The gift was from uh, Mackenzie's mom, and she too had lost her child, an only child, a daughter at daycare. And she heard of our story and she reached out to us and gave me physical items that were meaningful and helpful to her in those early days of her journey, mm -hmm. as well as a handwritten note, um, again, saying that I too understand this kind of pain. At the time, Mackenzie was our only child. And I think just reading her words um, had a little, let a little bit of light into my soul. Mm -hmm. uh, how she said, you know, at the time, Mackenzie was our only child, made me think, wow, this woman knows my pain and she's survived, she's lived and she's moved forward with that grief and expanded her family. And mm -hmm. maybe I could too, maybe. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. So that was kind of, maybe, that was kind of the start of it. Um, that, that little bit of flicker of light, that little bit of hope that Mackenzie's mom gave me with, with this gift. Um, and then I think as you do, you know, the, you buy a white minivan, you think you're the only one with it. Now, holy moly, every vehicle on the road is a minivan. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also think for some reason, child losses like that too. You never know anyone who's experienced child loss. 
Uh, and then it happens to you. And in my experience, I felt like, oh my gosh, now I'm hearing of all these stories mm -hmm. of people who have lost a child. And I just felt like I needed these parents to know one, that they weren't alone yeah. um, in this journey because it is a very isolating journey. Mm -hmm. Even if you are surrounded with people, you're still so alone. Yes. And for me, it wasn't until I had that first connection with someone who truly understood that I felt just a little bit less alone. Mm. So one, I needed those new parents out here to know that they weren't alone. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to share with them things that I had found meaningful and helpful to me um, on my journey. So we started Avery's Legacy. I think we sent out our first box um, March of 18, 2018. And Avery passed in March of 17. Okay. So yeah, so it took, year, yeah. yeah, about a year. It, it took, um, took some time. Um, unofficially, we sent kind of little things here and there, but kind of the first Avery's Legacy box was uh, about a year after, after she passed. And today, um, what's included in it hmm. is um, Dr. Alan Wolfelt's book, 100 Practical Ideas, Healing um, a Parent's Grieving Heart. Yeah. There's a journal. Um, there's Carry You With Me, a storybook written by a local mom here in Calgary, Alana Canavan. Um, there's a mug, a coffee mug with the uh, initial of your child. So mine is an A. Uh, there's a candle that you can light and we personalize it with the child's name. Uh, there's an envelope of forget-me-not seeds, again, personalized with the child's name. Uh, there's some, yeah, some self-care items, um, bath bombs, lip gloss. There's some keepsakes, like a, an ornament um, that we personalize the tag with the child's name. Um, a little keychain uh, that says forever in my heart. Uh, there's a cup of tea with some beautiful different grief quotes, again, made locally here in Calgary. Um, local resources that we include in the boxes. And again, a personalized note that I handwrite to each parent um, oh, and parents. Love that. Yeah, just telling them that, you know, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. You understand this type of pain and that we hope that the items included are meaningful, helpful, and, and support you along this journey. That is so beautiful. And, you know, it's, there is something, something so touching and so authentically real when someone takes the time to sit down and hand write a note oh totally that I think you just, feel the energy in it yes you can yes. feel the energy in it and it's just there is this it's just there there's just that in itself is just like a little package of love yeah. And just, yeah, for me, the same thing, you know, anytime that someone has written a handwritten note um, about Jack, it just that, that, you know, I love everything else, but it's like, that is like, come here, that's, that's mine. And it's, it's just, I think that that is just so beautiful and so touching. And I love everything that you have put together. I mean, that is, um, you know, and I, I've talked to so many parents over the years and they say, you know, I don't want flowers and I don't want you know, this, or I don't want that. I've heard some really cool things though. I mean, some people have, you know, uh, you know, cooked up a storm and dropped off a week's worth of food or, you know, done things like that, or, you know what I mean? And it's just, I love the idea of the forget me nots because that's yeah. something that is beautiful and can grow and you can continue to have. And I love that. And so I, I just love everything that you've 
you've brought together to put to put in those boxes. I think that that's just thank so- you, mm-hmm. thank you so much. They're all very um, purposeful in their in their reasons that they're included. Mm-hmm. Um, like my name is Kathy, so if I'm drinking out of an A mug, and maybe somebody doesn't know my story, I'm at work, I'm drinking out of an A. And they're like, hey, why are you drinking out of an A mug? Like your name is Kathy. Well, now I have this opportunity to talk about Avery. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning of grief, um, maybe that's not welcomed as much, I think, as as you progress along your journey. Right. Um, but um, now I have this opportunity to talk about my person. And mm-hmm. like that just brings me so much joy. I love that. There's, there's another mom that I've, I've met with. I, I, I'm not sure if I shared this with you. I think I did, uh, Dominique. And so she would go and, and use her son's name whenever she ordered a Starbucks or whenever yep. they went out for dinner. And yeah, so I started doing the same thing. I'll just, what's the name? Jack. <laughs> just yep, do you hear them call his name. Yeah. yeah. Just to say it. Yeah. My license plate on my vehicle is Avery's name. Oh, right? I love Avery's that. Drive behind me, they see Avery, Avery D or Avery 16. Yeah. Um, our uh, our license plates which is great you know and the knots I love that as well just the name of it mm-hmm. and one is so meaningful behind it the fact that they're perennials so each year they come back yes. and it's symbolic with kind of the the transformation of you know life and the, the changes absolutely um, I love that yeah very symbolic the candle again we've been lighting candles in memory and honor Mm-hmm. Uh, of loved ones again creating that kind of sacred space to take a moment yes um, whether it's you know every we used to light a candle every thursday because she passed mm. uh, avery passed on a thursday and it's kind of evolved over time but you know a good a good reason you know you set the christmas table and you have an empty spot so you can put their candle there and light it to just you know have them be a part of of your celebration so yeah everything is very very um thought out. I love that. And would you, would you share about the buttons and of course your sweatshirt for every, everyone who's listening, you won't be able to see, but you'll, you'll have to watch the video. So there's Avery's legacy. Mm-hmm. And I love yes. that. And my, button. I, so this, button. <laughs> my button's the, my, my favorite. Um, and I know uh, so many other bereaved moms who, who now have buttons of their children uh, and it just, it warms my heart. So it started um, the year Avery passed away. We had booked a trip, uh, a family trip to Seattle for my father-in-law's 70th birthday um, before Avery had passed. And then she passed. And then this trip came up in June and I didn't want to go. And I couldn't, you know, I really struggled going out in the world and people looking at me and not seeing Avery. Yeah. Physically seeing her um, because they should, like she should, she should be here. Yeah. Uh, so my my one friend Corey came up with with the idea. Well, just get a button made or something. And I was like, that's a great idea. So I got buttons made for everybody. So everywhere I looked with the family on this uh, trip that we ended up taking, uh, my husband and I ended up going. Um, we uh, we could look around and we could see Avery everywhere we went, <laughs> and it's kind of uh, stuck with us. So I have her on my um, my sweater. My husband has him in a, in. A, his briefcase when he opens it up for work, his little laptop bag, she's in there. Aww. You know, she's on our jackets, on my other children. Um, 
Avery's little brother and sister, they have her on their backpacks for school. And mm, yeah. I love that. I love that. And would you share, there was a, you were sharing um, a week and a half ago, um, you were sharing about how Avery's um, siblings will talk about her and, and share about her. Would you, would you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. Uh, so we're very open in our household, like um, our kids, living kids, Addison and Duke, uh, they know that they have a big sister and her name is Avery and um, that, that she died, but she's still part of our family. And we tell her that heaven is up in the moon and the stars. Mm-hmm. So every time they go outside, they'll get so excited. Mom! And they'll point <laughs> out, mom, it's Avery. <laughs> I love that. the moon that's that's out there um you know we we try to get away for the anniversary of her passing she loved uh swimming she loved loved it loved the ocean she swam in Nova Scotia and the Atlantic and she swam in the Pacific and Maui um she was just a water baby so so we get away and it was a few years ago again the kids were eating ice cream and the moon was out so they're holding up their ice cream cones up to the moon <laughs> to share with Avery yeah it's it's really quite special that Um, is so sweet yeah we have a lot of signs that we um believe are are Avery telling us that she's with us what are the signs would you share the signs absolutely so the moon and the stars (laughs) um coyotes 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 yeah we um that one stems from the day we picked her memorial tree that McGinnis and Holloway offer mm-hmm. um, every year, the memorial forest to the people who passed the prior year, McGinnis and Holloway puts on a, a little service and you can pick a tree for your loved one. So my husband and I were out um, at Fish Creek park at the forest that was for, for her year, just kind of scoping them out, deciding which tree we were going to pick for her. And then all of a sudden a coyote popped up from the bushes and just stared at us and just kind of walked away, like walked away from us, but kept looking. Um, so we were like, well, we have to pick the tree that the coyote was laying underneath. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She was so showing you. <laughs> she was. She told us that's the tree. That's the tree. Yeah. And she was a big animal lover, too. So I'm not surprised that that she would send us a coyote. <laughs> yeah. That is so we'll see so- them in the most random spots. <laughs> um, random times of day you wouldn't expect to see there'll just be a coyote trotting down stony trail beside us or something like <laughs> hey running along 52nd of either dump <laughs> uh, we'll see some coyotes so that's very special oh so the kids always see when we do see a coyote oh mom coyote it's an avery coyote it's an avery coyote oh <laughs> that is so sweet so sweet and now We're just going to get, we'll step back into the boxes just for a moment. Now you have different, how many different, uh, we just want to touch on the different types of boxes you have and people can kind of pick and choose what they'd like. And yeah. Yeah. So the boxes that um, Avery's legacy that I had explained earlier that we, we donate those free of charge across the province of Alberta to all parents who've lost a child. Um, we follow Alberta Health Service, um, the Children's Hospitals Guidelines. So from full-term live birth to 18 years old, mm-hmm. uh, we donate across the province of Alberta. Um, you can go on our website and sponsor a family that you know who has had a child pass, and, and we'll send one of those out. 
Nice. Those are funded through sponsorships. So you can also visit our website and you can sponsor a box. Um, there are $100 to sponsor. And then that money pays for the, the contents and the shipping costs to send it across the province. Um, and then it kind of evolved from, it started with just the donated boxes. And then we thought, what about people who have lost a spouse mm -hmm. or a parent or a sibling or um, a miscarriage, a stillbirth, um, you know, what about, like, how can we support these, all these different losses? Because mm -hmm. um, I think one thing like you had touched on, um, not everyone loves flowers. No. There needs to, there needs to be something different. Mm -hmm. So we started to create boxes for all the types of losses. Right. Um, so you can see those on our website. We have curated boxes to make it easy for you to pick. So you can pick the, the type of loss. Uh, like I said, a spouse, a sibling, a parent, um, or you can, what we call build your own. Mm -hmm. And then you can just see all of the items that we offer and you can pick and choose and tailor that box to your budget um, and exactly to your likings. So again, it all includes items that are very, very intentional mm -hmm. in, um, in their offerings. So one of, one of my favorite is this heart shaped, which I know you would love. Yes. Um, <laughs> heart shaped bird seed ornament <gasps> that you hang out in your tree. The squirrels and the birds absolutely love them. Again, it's a way for you to go outside to connect with nature. There's a lot of healing in nature. Um, that I find, I have personally found it in grief. And again, maybe ways to spark some signs, maybe, of your loved ones. You know, the the birds that come or the squirrels that come, you know, maybe that can turn into one of your signs. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Feathers that fall off the birds. Yeah. Um, feathers, I know, are a very common sign with a lot of people. So we offer a, a handmade porcelain feather locally made by an artist just south of Calgary. Aww. And again, you can hang that in your window or it has a beautiful little stand that you can display it on. I love that. Yeah. I wanted to mention too, how you, you had said, um, Shauna about like a little package of love when we were, mm -hmm. you were talking about the handwritten note. Yes. Um, well, those words are kind of exactly the intention of our boxes. Everything is locally handmade. Nice. Um, except for, the journal that come or the, the journal is is yes. Avery's legacy branded. Um yep. but like you know we have to order those in bulk and then Wolfelt's book. Um but everything else from the candles they're hand poured here in Calgary by a local um maker. The bird seeds uh, are made by a beautiful young girl as her side job to pay for her show jumping. <laughs> um you know the the porcelain feather handmade by a local artist, the bath bombs made by um, another local maker here in Calgary, the tea made by a local maker who also has her own journey with, with loss as well. Um, so everything is, is made with love and all of our partners know what these boxes are. So it's like all of this love bundled up into this box from the handmade pottery mugs to the teas, to the candles. I absolutely love that. And I also love that everything that you've chosen for the boxes, it is nurturing the body, the mind, and the spirit. 
Like it's nurturing every aspect of that person because as we know, loss isn't just a broken heart. Loss isn't just tears. Loss, loss isn't, it affects absolutely everything. everything. I was surprised at how physical it was. <gasps> yeah, same. Yeah, yep. like I Avery was really my first significant loss in my life. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was I was surprised at just how how physical it was from like the, the symptoms of anxiety that cripples you, the brain fog that you felt, just the the overwhelming fatigue. Yes. Um, the lack of motivation. Like, yeah, it was mm -hmm. it was quite shocking all of these, you know, different symptoms I was I was feeling. I had I had no idea. And, you know, and it's interesting to you because, you know, and I've shared this with people. I mean, I'm 10 years in, Jack would have been 10 this year. And, you know, 10 years ago, I just, I just didn't feel good. And, you know, losing Jack was quite honestly, the beginning of the end of my marriage, because my, my husband at the time, you know, it was, oh, you know, be thankful we have Emma and, you know, it just wasn't meant to be. And he said all the things you're not supposed to say. And so I'm thinking that he would be my rock helping me through this. And his idea was, no, it's done. And, it, and and what do you want for supper? And it was just like, oh God, what do I do with this? Because no one, none of my girlfriends um, were having children at that time, or they didn't really understand. And my family was just like, oh, well, you know, it, yeah, whatever, you know, not a big deal. Or it just, it just, it was like the elephant in the room continuously. And I remember going to my doctor and I said, I, I don't know what to do. Like I cry all the time. I feel like I have the flu. I... You never know when I'm going to cry. And I said, I just, I don't have anyone to talk to. And she said, well, you know, maybe you should go find a, a good counselor or someone to talk to, and, and I can write you a prescription for some antidepressants. And I remember sitting there thinking, no, and no, I don't want to talk to just anyone. I don't want to just start taking medication. I mean, if I need that, if that's going to help me, I will, of course. But it was like, that's it. Like, that's it. Like I, I was looking for, and this is, this is the work that I do is, I hold sacred space for someone's heart. And so I was looking for that. And it's interesting because in my journey, I became that for myself. And then I've, you know, spread that out into the world. And as you mentioned earlier, I mean, hearts are, hearts are big in my world, right? Like they're all over my house. Yeah, and, and actually it's, it's cute. Right beside me, this, this plant has a little... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right. The hearts are in the house. Yeah. I love that. And so yeah. it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, I love that. Again, I love that it, you've taken such care and you've really, you've really thought of, okay, how do you nurture grief? I mean, that is, it's, it isn't just one thing. And, and, you know, and everyone is different, right? Like everyone, um, everyone has their own way of working through things. And, you know, I used to always drive out to Elbow Falls, which for those of you who aren't local, that's, you know, about what a 30, 40 minute drive out past the city. And I used to go out there and I would, it's almost like I would give myself permission. Like I would get out there and I would just, I would cry and I would sit and I'd find my pile of heart rocks and I'd sit there and I'd feel miserable and, and then I and that's the process. That's the yeah. process. That's the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the healing. It is. And I, I find a lot of people that, um, 
a lot of people that don't really understand the journey are are usually people that haven't processed a deep loss that they've had. Mm -hmm. I find a lot of people that are, you know, they might scoff at what I do or, you know, the spirit side of things. And, and that's okay. It's, it's interesting because I've been able to chat with a few people after the fact, after they've kind of came at me and, oh yeah, and that's, how do you know that? And that's ridiculous. And, and no, when we're, we're done, we're done and there's nothing else. And I thought, mm -hmm. and so a few of them have come back later to say, Hey, you know what? Um, yeah, there is, there is more. And so I love that you talk about the signs. I love yeah. that you, yeah, there's, there's more to life. There's, there's a whole other life that, that we create after we've, we've lost a child. Yeah. And I think that, um, my, my grief counselor said to me, um, you're still Avery's mom. Yeah. Right. Because that was something I, I really struggled with because she wasn't here. Um, and I think a big part of my healing is, um, has been transitioning from Avery's mom here in the physical world to like how I parent Avery when she's not here and she's on the other side in the spirit world. Yeah. Um, it's, it's taken a lot of work. Avery's legacy for sure is one of the major ways that I parent her and I continue to parent her. Yeah, absolutely. And that is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. My and mom energy, my Avery mom energy. Your Avery mom energy. Yeah, right. And, you know, with a lot of, you know, the mothers that I work with, you know, I always tell them, you will always be that child's mother. You will always just that, that mm, is, is forever. That love never dies. That, you know, our children are not here in the physical. And of course we would do anything to change that, of course, but, you know, it's, we can have a relationship with them. We can yeah. have, you know, I always tell people your child is still 100% alive in spirit. And, you know, I always tell people, people are all like, you can see Jack. And I say, I can see him. I see, I see him growing up on the other side. I see him with my grandmother and my grandfather. I, I see him with our, our little dog, Jesse. I, I see him and, you know, he's a 10 year old now. And so I write about this often. I'll say, you know, I wonder what he would be like now. Like, what would he be like as a 10 year old? Would he be, you know, playing hockey? Would he have his nose in a book? Would he be, you know, collecting creepy bugs? You know, like yeah. what, what would he be doing? And so it's, yeah, it's, it's a different way of parenting. You're right. Like it's, parenting a child in spirit. It's, it's still wanting to show up as the best version of you so that you can continue to have that relationship with them. I think that's same across the board for all losses. Mitch Elbum, he says, death ends a life, not a relationship. Exactly. And I, I love that quote. And I, I truly feel that that is, is how I live my life uh, on that quote. Yeah. Um, you know, with regards to Avery, death ends a life, not a relationship. And, and I have a relationship with her and my kids, my living children, Addison and Duke, who never met her, they have a relationship with her. You know, my daughter, she says, I'm the middle child. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you sure are the middle child. Yeah. In all the ways, right? Like she knows that she has, um, she has a, an older sister um, and, you know, they, wear purple shirts because you know her middle name is violet and she's born in february so um the amethyst for the birthstone is of purple in her middle name and they and they know that's an avery shirt and that's you know a way that they they nurture their relationship mm -hmm. whether that's a spouse that you've lost as well you know mm -hmm. absolutely and i love that i love that you've also included it is it's also branched out it's like it's like it's like avery is is the the hub 
And then all these other little branches come out of it, you know, for anyone else that who's, who's had some sort of a loss and it's, um, yeah, because, you know, a lot of people are, you know, they think, well, maybe I'll get a card or I'll send flowers. Like those are the two sort of standard things. And um, I, I wish was- I could just interrupt those people and be like, great, send the card. But you know what? Mark down the person who's died. Mark down their birthday. Yeah. Mark down the day that they've passed and then send a message. Um, sorry, my cat is. Your cat, he's joining us. <laughs> he's joining us. Yes. Um you know, mark down that that person's birthday, the day they've passed and put that in your phone and repeat it yearly and send a message. Yes. I don't, this doesn't, this doesn't stop now. And, you know, and it's, it's so powerful. I've got, I have a couple of friends in my world that they know, you know, around, around that time of year, they know, you know, to check in and how are you doing and what's happening. And, uh, you know, it was interesting this year, it was, some years don't hit me as hard last year. It was like, Oh, oh, Jack, my sweetheart. Oh, it was the end of the day. And it was like, oh, hi, honey. I Wow. And then this year, I don't, maybe because this year was 10. I don't know. Maybe it was because this year was a bigger number. I have no idea, but I was a mess. I looked at the calendar and it was like, oh God, I don't have anything planned. Shit. That means that means that something something something's brewing and I went out to Elbow Falls that day and I found 32 heart rocks and I, I sat there and I'm like of course Jack is there and as a medium I see him and hear him and and he's like okay here's another one here's another one here's another one like he's just he's just such a sweetheart and so I love the signs and you know with the work that I do I always make sure that you know everyone knows whether they take a class with me or you know they interact with me anywhere anyhow you know do you know what the signs are do you know what those signs are? Because I call those sprinkles of love from heaven. Anytime. Oh, hi, sweetheart. Who is this? <laughs> hi, honey. Oh, my goodness. Avery's cat. <laughs> that's, say hi. that's Avery's cat. Yeah. 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 Avery's cat. And we have another another cat as well. That's hers as well. I love that. I, I love that they're just coming in to say hi. Hey, I'm here. Hello. Yes, yeah. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. And so, yeah, I mean, I love that, you know, it's, it's so true. I mean, even, even they just don't have their body anymore that we can still connect with them. We can still experience them. And I, I tell people, you know, it's, it's their essence. It's the essence of our loved ones that is still with us and we can still feel them. And, you know, we used to always, um, we would leave a, an empty space at the dinner table, you know, and it was just, that's just sort of what we did. I remember my parents came in, for, they came for dinner once and they were like, well, let's sit. My dad sat in that spot and Emma was like, no, 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 Papa, you can't sit there. And he was like, why? And she's like, well, that's where, that's where, my, that's where Jack's going to be. That's my brother. And he was like, he's kind of looking at me and he was just had this baffled look on his face. He's like, okay. And so he kind of moved over and then everything was fine again. And so it's, yeah. it's interesting, right? Because it's, and beautiful. It's beautiful. I love that Emma said that. Sometimes when Addison sets the table, she'll throw an extra placemat and she'll say, this is where Avery's sitting tonight. Yeah. I think that's so sweet, right? Like it's just absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And now what else do you have going on with Avery's legacy? I know that you give talks and that you um, are teaching and, and just, what does that look like? What else are yeah. you? Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I've done a few speaking engagements. Um, each year, the Alberta Children's Hospital um, here in Calgary has a 
remembering the children event, I guess, would be the best way to, to call it, I think. And they have a, a parent who is a little bit further along in the journey come and speak yeah. to the newer parents on the journey. Uh, so I have, I've spoken live at that event once. Um, and then I did a like recorded Zoom message during COVID um, when we couldn't gather in person. So I, I've done that. Um, I I sit with um, SIDS Calgary on, on their board uh, and another group in Calgary here called um, Journey Through Loss of a Young Child. And it's a peer support group uh, for moms um, specifically who've lost a child. So, so I do some work with them. Um, we work with other organizations. So there's um, a charity here in Calgary called Helping Families Handle Cancer. Mm -hmm. An incredible charity um, that supports parents who have a child receiving pediatric cancer, supports them financially with whatever they need. And we have partnered with them for their bereavement side. So when a family that they're supporting when that child passes from cancer, um, we have a special box, uh, Avery's Legacy Helping Families Handle Cancer box that, that we send out. So we work with that organization and, and we've participated in uh, a golf tournament of theirs as Team Avery's Legacy mm -hmm. with a couple of my friends um, to help raise money for them. Uh, so we, we kind of um, dabble in a, in a few different areas um, with um, regards mostly to um, parents uh, and, and loss of a child. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess the one other thing we do is we've worked with, uh, we work with a funeral home and uh, for every family that they serve at the end of the service, we make a personalized box for them to gift to the family. It's just a way to say like, thank you for trusting us to care for your loved one and walk with you on this journey. And, you know, as you move on to the kind of the next stages, um, the next steps, next part of your journey, know that we're still thinking of you. Oh. So it's a, beautiful, it's a beautiful gesture from, from a local funeral home. Mm -hmm. um, we're like, you know, so honored to be able to provide those boxes for them to pass along to their, their families that they serve. Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. Thank now, you. What would you say? What would you say after everything that you've you've experienced and and everything that that has happened since Avery transitioned? What would you say to a mother who has just lost a child? What what would you tell her to expect, or what does that first year look like, or or what would you? What would you tell her to, you know, self-care? How would you tell her to take care of herself? Wow, that's that's a tough one. I'm just trying to, to think. Um, I think, what would I say? I think first thing, I just want to like grab her and hug her. Yeah. Um, and I feel like our boxes, it's like my way of grabbing them and hugging them and, and letting them know they're not alone. Yeah. Um, so after, after a long hug and, and you know, and I know... And I understand. Um, I would just want them to know that they're gonna be okay. Yeah. Right. And I, I didn't believe it. I had someone tell me, like, you might not believe it now, but you know, you're you're gonna be okay. Yeah. Uh, from another bereaved mom who, yeah. who had lost um, her teenage son, and I I didn't believe it. 
Yeah. And I didn't think that I would find joy, be happy. Mm -mm. I didn't think that I'd ever have a day where I didn't know that it's been 263 days since Avery had passed. Yeah. But it, it did, it changed. It, it Grief is not, um, you know, a stagnant thing. It's always it's ebbing and flowing and moving and changing. So I'd want, I want them to know that, you know, they don't think it now, they don't believe it now, but, you know, you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. You'll find joy again. And it doesn't mean that the sadness is gone. And I think like I explained it to you, it's like, surviving child loss is like holding a boiling ice cube it's the seemingly impossible it just doesn't even make any logical sense to hold a boiling ice cube but you you know you do you you survive and you you don't move on um i think language is really important when you don't move on you move forward mm -hmm. um, and you move with your loss yeah uh, and then you you find joy um, and then the sadness is right along, right alongside the joy. Yep. But then I find as like, I'm, you know, seven years um, mm -hmm. into my journey. And I find that the sadness is almost in a strange way welcomed. Mm -hmm. if, if that, if that makes sense, it sounds kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't ever want there to be a day where, I, I'm not sad because like, I know that that sadness is, is just love and yes. sadness looks very, very different now. It's hard. It's hard to find the language for sure. Um, it is right. And I've often said to people, you know, when you lose a child, um, it's different language, it's different emotions. It's, 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 it's its own thing that, that you learn to navigate. But I welcome it now, like when I have those yep. moments that take my breath away. For example, I was at the, I'll give you an example, the kindergarten orientation um, for my daughter. And the teacher said to me, is this your first child attending kindergarten? Mm -hmm. And it took me back. I wasn't expecting it. My eyes filled up and oh. yeah, you know, it is my first child, but like I didn't run from it or hide from it. Like I think earlier in grief I would have I just kind of like sat with it and was like yeah yeah it is and it's okay that I'm sad yeah um, yeah because I miss her and I love her and then you know I found the the joy and excitement in looking at the kindergarten classroom and knowing that you know her little sister would be checking it out right no so I yeah I think to circle back to your answer um big hug and you're not alone yeah. and you know, you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's bumpy, I think road. It's bumpy, bumpy road. road and it's true. Right. You know, I, I often tell people, you know, joy and grief coincide, they dance together and, you know, and, and in the beginning it was, you know, grief just was driving the bus and running yeah. over joy and, and it was all over the place. And then as you're saying in time, it was like, Oh, there's joy. And, and, oh, and I remember telling people, you know, the first couple of years after I lost Jack, I didn't wear mascara because I never knew when I was going to be triggered. I'd listen to something on the, on the radio, or I would find a heart rock, or I'd hear somebody call Jack. I'd just be like, Whoa, I'd just be a total mess. And so I didn't wear mascara. And every morning I would um, get a latte and go sit down by the river and, you know, go for a walk and just sort of be in that space. And there was one day where I sat there, I finished my latte and I froze. And I thought, I didn't cry today. Yeah. Oh, and that was new territory. It was like, yeah. and then you cried because you didn't cry. Right. Yeah. I'm like, 
yes. right. and I felt guilty for not crying. I'm like, I'm yes. sorry. I, oh, I should, <laughs> I'm horrible. I'm a horrible mom. Like, what, yeah. oh my God. Right. And it just brought up so many. I think that's exactly what you said there. I'd, I'd want new parents to know that too. Like the thoughts that you have yeah. that you might think are crazy. <laughs> they're not, they're very, very normal. And like, get them out, write them down or find someone safe. Um, maybe another bereaved parent who, who knows those thoughts yeah. um, and, and share that. Um, I often explain it to uh, like the early days of grief, your emotional capacity. If you can envision like a dime, like that's all, that's all it is. And, and the whole, your emotional capacity, it's all filled with grief. That's it. Yeah. And then as time moves forward, that dime shaped grief, it doesn't get smaller. The edges start to expand. So now your emotional capacity is like a quarter, <laughs> yep. but the dime is still there full of grief. And then, you know, it grows um, to a loony, to a toonie, to, you know, whatever, the size of a cup or bigger, but that grief is, is still the same. You're just now able to, you know, have other emotions at the same time as that grief. Absolutely. I love that. That is, that's it right there. You've encapsulated it. Like it's, it, that is a beautiful, beautiful way to describe it. And it's, um, and you know, the, the big thing too, I think is I always tell, you know, parents who have lost children, you know, whatever you're feeling is okay. If you need to tell somebody to fuck off, tell them if you need to be your advocate yeah. Your healing advocate. And yeah, you do. Yeah, you no don't one. want to go to the Christmas dinner? Don't go to the don't Christmas go. dinner. Exactly. Don't go. Don't go. Do what feels like right for you yeah. without worry for other people. Exactly. And I always tell people, you know, I a lot of people will say to me, you know, well, I, I don't know. What do you think? And I'll say, how does it make you feel? thinking about going and doing that? Does it bring you joy? Are you excited? Are you thinking about what am I going to wear? What am I going to bring? Can I make cookies? Are you, are you looking forward to seeing the people there? And usually it's exhausting. So I say to people, exhausting. just, yeah. yeah, just, just say no, because, you know, and I've done this over the years as well. Everyone has, you know, where I've gone to something where I kind of had that little whisper that said, mm, let's rethink this. And I've pushed through and I've put on a happy face and I've gone and then I was miserable and I had to decompress for days after. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, wow. And when it comes to, you know, I see it as not shielding your heart, but it's just, you're protecting your heart. You know, That's, heart, yeah. yeah, it's, it's wounded. It's, it's hurt. It's sore. It's, yeah. I remember thinking that, you know, it's like my, my heart had shattered into a million pieces and I thought, oh my God, is it ever going to come back together? Will I ever have a heart again? Like what is going to happen? And then there was a, a friend of mine, she said, yeah, she said, it's like your life was like this nice, neat stack of cards. And then it just went up yeah. in the air. And she said, some of them will never come back. Some of them will come back like little pieces of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it's like a whole new life. And like yeah. I say to people, I'm not the same version of Shauna as before Jack. Never, no. And I think for the people that are supporting those of us who are grieving, yeah. I think the best thing that you can do is just be there without judgment, without yeah. advice. No one wants to hear at least. No one wants any tips. Oh. You just want to be accepted, yeah. um, 
for how you are. And, you know, even if, you know, you love, you're supporting someone who's grieving and you think what they're doing is, you don't agree with it. You don't tell them. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you, you can talk to other people and be like, Oh, I'm like, I'm worried, but you know, don't make it about you. It's not you. You know, they're not calling you because they're mad at you. They're just turning inward and trying to find some healing. They are. There was, um, I think he's, is it Dr. I think he's Dr. Jeff. He's on Instagram. He's fantastic. And he said, you know, sometimes you can ask someone, do you, are you looking for me to hold space or would you like solutions? Yes. And I think if we were to do that in pretty much every relationship in our life, it would be such a game changer. You know, do you, are you looking for that? And I've got, you know, I've had friends over the years where I would say something and right away they're in fix it. Do this, do that, do this. Here's a number. I'm going to text you, read this book, do this, do this, this. And it's like, you just totally peed all over how I'm feeling. Like I'm just, I'm just expressing how I feel it. And it's funny because years ago um, I took this class and um, the facilitator, he said, you know, and this is for, you know, people who work intuitively, you know, psychic intuitive. And he said, unless someone asks you a question, they're not looking for your ideas or your solutions or your opinions. So he said, just, just, and with this work, I, I tell people, you know, with the work that I do, the spiritual side of it is sacred, but the grieving is, is sacred as well, because again, you're holding space for someone's heartache. And that is such a vulnerable, vulnerable place to be and to just sit with someone, you know, there were, um, and just witness their, yes, yes. Just to witness it. And oftentimes it's, that's all they need. They just need a safe place to land. It's a safe place to land. Yeah. And validation. Yes, absolutely. That everything you're feeling is normal. And, and this book may say it isn't. And that book may say it isn't. And that one says there's five stages. And that one says seven. And this one says there might be 11 now. And you know what? It's okay. It it can be whatever it needs to be. Your journey is your journey. And so a lot of people I've, I was, um, uh, interviewing uh, Theo. She's fantastic. She has a book titled, My Grief um, is Not the Same as Your Grief. And what that means is that we all grieve differently. And she said, when I asked her, I said, so what do you think about the stages of grief? What does that look like for you? And she said, I didn't believe that I was going through stages of grief until I started writing. And she said, through my writing, I went through each of those stages of grief. And it's just fantastic. And I've met other people that they've gone through a few snippets, and then they get to acceptance. And they're like, okay, and that's that. This yeah, is definitely common. Um, what my friend Alana um, from Carry With Me would say: common chunks yep. of grief. Yeah, that, exactly. that experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just to just to tell someone, I think the biggest thing too is you know I I must say I'm so sorry for your loss. I must say that a thousand times a day because that's how I feel. I'm. I'm just, I'm so sorry for your loss. And from me, that's from my heart. That's from my Jack heart to their heart. It's like, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. And and is there anything that I can do? And, and a lot of people um, just love to share and love to talk about their person. And they talk about signs and I get messages yeah. all day long, every day about the sign. I got this and I found this and I found that. And it's just, yeah. it's again, just again, that new, you have a different relationship. You have you have a different relationship with them and it's just, it's beautiful. And it's so beautiful to incorporate your child in your life. How yeah. else, how else do you incorporate Avery into your life? 
Also, like uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, your other friend with um, Starbucks and using the name, we, yeah. we do the same thing. You know, we <laughs> order pizza, we go to Starbucks, whatever yeah. it is, the name, the name is always Avery. Yeah. Again, um, I have a tattoo that has her, her name on it. Right. Yes. Yes. Your tattoo. Yep. That I, you know, had put on memory of her and another way I kind of carry her, her with me. Um, her button, her button, you know, the different signs, the ones are another big sign for us. One, one, one. She was one year, one month, one day when she passed. Uh, so she sends me the ones all the time. Yep. Multiple times a day. I'll see some configuration of the one, one, one. I think Whatever. when we, when we were chatting that night, we went to have a glass of wine. It was your, there was a one, one, one somewhere. There was, there was something, there was the number popped up for us when we were out tonight. It was, we were kind of giggling. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. It, it's always there. Um, you know, how else do I, I carry her, carry her with me. Uh, colors like I, like the purple or if I wear like our, our branded Avery's legacy uh, sweater, um, the color purple that I, that I have. Um, I have a necklace that has her, a locket that has her photo, um, mm. and her name on it. Um, that. yeah, well, I had a family ring made and of course it has her birthstone in it as well. Yeah. That, that I always wear. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for sharing for sharing your beautiful Avery with us and, and sharing everything about Avery's legacy. Now, would you, would you tell everyone how they can find you? Absolutely. Um, so Avery, uh, www.averyslegacy.com. And I think Instagram is um, Avery's underscore legacy uh, on Instagram and then Facebook as well. Perfect. And we will, have, we will have all of your contact info in the show notes so everyone can find you. And Perfect. yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm so excited. Then shipped across, they're shipped across Canada and the U.S. Okay. And then our donated boxes um, are for parents across the province of Alberta. Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely love thank that. You. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for everyone to meet you. And thank you learn all about you and yes and about avery and yeah, i think when we were reading. talking we had said um that um the work that you do and, and even the work that i do i feel like it's it's not the work that i do i feel like avery's working through me and it's it's really her work and i'm just you know driving the the ship because she's not physically here but it's it is definitely her work um, oh, absolutely. It's her spreading love and kindness is, is really, is really her. She, she was so kind. She, she would always share her snacks, you know, with her friends at, at her daycare before she would eat them. Mm. She always loved giving hugs and kisses to her cats and everyone. So <laughs> it really is her. It is her love and kindness. Oh, so sweet. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you for joining us. And I look forward to everyone meeting you and Avery and, and watching, watching everything that, that you create to spread even more love and kindness throughout the world. Well, thank you. You can find me on Instagram at Shauna DeMellon Medium, or visit my website at livealifeyoulove.org, where you'll find my offerings, including my Growing Up in Heaven program. 
that teaches you how to make the connection with your son or daughter on the other side. Thank you for listening and see you next time here on the Oracle of Light.